Is it his time? Many doubted we'd ever see it. But here it is. The return to glory. Podcast Masters Preview Edition. Uh, lots to talk about today. It's going to be a bit of a longer one. I, I'm going to go through a few things, storylines, um, what to expect. It, it's my favorite week of the year. I mean, it's it's the tournament that was the beginning of the phrase moving day. Um, what's more anticipated than than the back nine on, on Sunday at the Masters? You know, th- those are two things that, that just stand out as uniquely masters um i I can't think of another tournament where a winner would name his firstborn child after a hole at 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 this course you know and and the flowers obviously there was sergio naming his his firstborn azalea after his win in 2017 um it just has that effect on people look at look at what it has meant over the last week to watch tiger uh you know we're 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 tracking plane flights into town and and home and what shoes he's wearing and i think Riggs at barstool is going to have an aneurysm with how excited he is it's it's just that's just where we're at that's what this tournament asks for aside from that i'd like to uh cuz of course i'll i'll talk some some tiger woods um my personal pick, uh, Masters odds, any other storylines, we'll cover the weather, um, kind of what to expect. It sounds like today as I record this on Tuesday, I'm watching Masters live on Golf Channel right now, but um, it looks like it's going to be a bit of a washout. There's a few people out on the course. There's a few players out on the course getting some warm-up in. Tiger's definitely out there. You know we're still kind of in limbo with him. We don't know if he's if he's gonna play. He's still trying to figure it out. But I, it's a safe bet that he'll play. We'll we'll see. Um, I mean to look at this and and uh, say Tiger's here and and Phil isn't. What a what a crazy spot we're in. Did not expect that. Um, yet it is kind of amazing how two guys in there upper 40s to 50s can drive the the storylines at the Masters when you have the firepower in the top five in the world that you have. Um, and But that's what these two have meant, Tiger and Phil. So I'll kind of talk about what, what that means, kind of what to expect with that. Um, and also talk about the, the world golf ranking and who might pop up, who's going to play well, because obviously those young guys will. Uh, and we'll kind of talk a little bit about what what that is going to mean for the tournament. Um, 
couple of things that are uniquely Augusta, the, the cost of concession concessions out there that, that don't seem to be affected by inflation. It's, it's pretty awesome. So we'll talk a little bit about that. The, the champions dinner, uh, Hideki Matsuyama, I saw Waigu, I saw, um, sushi i saw strawberry shortcake for dessert uh, definitely going to be an awesome one tiger said back in uh i believe it was at the genesis when nance pushed him pretty hard to see if he was going to play he said i'll be there tuesday uh to to be at dinner i think he's pretty excited for this one so we'll talk about all those things and more so here we go As I said, Tuesday, as I record this, Tiger is on Masters Live, or live from live from the Masters uh, with with Golf Channel at the moment. He's out early, as are a lot of others, because they're looking at a lot of rain, some pretty severe weather. Um, the rest of today, maybe even a little bit tomorrow, I guess I'm not positive, but I've got the forecast for the tournament days. We are looking at Thursday, 77 degrees, Friday, 66 Saturday 68 and Sunday 74. I mean, 80% chance of rain, I guess, on, on Thursday might affect it. But I mean, our weekend is just beautiful. We're not going to have um, any sort of any sort of washout. It's not going to be Zach Johnson's win in oh, 07. I believe it was 07. Putting myself my my Masters trivia to the test. I believe it was 07 when the winning score I he was either one under or one over, and it was cold, cold that weekend. Uh, we're not going to have that. It's going to be great, um, which I think bodes well for Tiger. I think everything that I, I talk about in this in this particular Masters preview is um, going to come back to what it means for Tiger. Because uh, he said, you know, it's going to come down to walking. And I think if he's if his body's in shape, he'll be all right. He can he can hit the shots. He said this I think pre PNC or maybe pre. Uh, World uh, Hero World Challenge back in December. Look, I can go hit the shots. I can go, you know, play nine holes. It's it's easy to to get out and hop in a cart and play 18. I got that. It's the walking. It's going to be the rigors of that that are going to be trouble. You know, and again, I don't think Masters. I don't think TV does it justice at the Masters how hilly Augusta National is and the strain that it puts on their bodies. So. Um, if his if his leg can hold up, I mean, amputation was on the table for crying out loud. If his leg can hold up, I think he will be all right. Um, so the weather is is looking like that's going to be something that he'll be able to manage, provided he doesn't slip on Thursday, maybe. Um, and and maybe you know even today the with the storm and whatever else comes that that keeps him off his feet, that might bode well for him. I don't suspect that you know he'll win. It would be something if he won holy cow i think and people my age at 32 and and older um you know would absolutely love it i think everyone would but it would just mean more to to those of us who who watched him you know in his prime um and like all the guys on on live from i've been saying paul mcginley uh in particular said look he's not just going to come play if he doesn't think he can win he's going to come here to win um I, I I got I've got a clip here that I I gotta believe hasn't changed. Uh, Scott Van Pelt and Tiger many many years ago um, uh, that I'll play here that just talks about Tiger's mindset. What's important to him? He's not coming here 
without this being important to him. I love to win. I hate to lose. I love to win. And I really hate to lose. I gave you this. is not how it works. It's not how it works. It's I love to win or I hate to lose. Uh, I'd much rather win. All right. You can finish your career with 19 majors, one more than Jack, or 100 wins. 19. You can finish your career with 17 majors, one fewer than Jack, or 100 wins. 19. 17 <laughs> majors or 100 wins. Which 19. Wins? This isn't how it works. You're not in charge well, I'm here. I'm just using the one you had used I before. gave you 19. You chose that. Okay. This is a different question. Okay. 17 majors or 100 I wins. I didn't go that one. Because if, because if you had 17, you'd be 85 years old showing up at Augusta talking about, where's the first tee? I got a tie Nicholas, right? No, I had two more away from beating him. So 19 is not an option. 17 is not an option. Correct. Based on what we were just saying uh, and all these comparisons, Jack Nicholas or Tiger Woods? Me. Really? You have to believe in yourself, don't you? Absolutely. Grant, he is the greatest of all time, but you still have to believe in yourself. So Tiger Woods. So there you have it, 19. I mean, he 100 wins, 19 majors. It's 19 majors. This would give him 16. This would tie Jack's total Masters victories. He's not coming here if he doesn't think he can do it. I hope he stays healthy. I hope this isn't a decision that keeps him out of the remaining majors. I mean, honestly, if he plays six tournaments a year for the next four years you know a couple here and there and you know four of them are majors that's what it is he wants he wants 19 he wants it he's 46 i believe um it's definitely out there i mean we just saw phil uh get at, at 50 or 51 when a major it can be done these guys you don't you don't have to wash out maybe like you used to fitness and, and everything and equipment and all that stuff works in, in, in their favor as they get older. Um, but I'll be interested to see, you know, with the, with the remaining major venues, if he uh, is able to still compete in those because a place like St. Andrews really feels possible. He's obviously won there before. Um, it doesn't, it's not going to put the physical strain on his body that, you know, Augusta might. So as long as Augusta doesn't, Put him off the radar, injure him, and, and keep him off his keep him off his practice for a while. I think he he's got a chance to play in the rest of them, and we'll see what that leads to. Um, Twenty twenty two Masters odds. We have John Rahm at plus one thousand, Justin Thomas at plus fourteen hundred, um, Dustin Johnson at plus sixteen, Cameron Smith at plus sixteen. He's one I'd like to highlight in this episode a little bit. I'm, I'm pretty high on him as someone who has a real opportunity. Scotty Scheffler also at 1600, Roy McIlroy at 1800, Brooks and Cantlay and Jordan Spieth and Victor Hovland and Colin Morikawa all at plus 2000. I think that's a series of just awesome. I mean, what a what a grouping there. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I none of those names are quite as intriguing to me. One is Roy McIlroy and two as Cam Smith. Um, Smith with with two wins this year already. He won the inaugural, well, the, not the inaugural. I'm sorry, but the but the season kickoff, not including the wraparound, but in January at the at the Tournament of Champions, um, and he won the Players. I mean, the guy is is playing well. 
between him and Scotty Scheffler, you know, they're, they're taking up about half the tournaments this year. So um, Cameron Smith, let's take a look at his last five Masters, last four Masters, I'm sorry. 2018, he took fifth place. 19, 51st. 2020, he tied for second. And 2021, he tied for 10th. This is this is a guy who's on the cusp of winning majors. Um, you know, as far as official world golf rankings go, he's definitely climbing. Currently, he is number six in the world, uh, trending the right way. The only one who might be hotter than him at the moment is Scotty Scheffler, who you could make an argument for as well. I get that. He's the guy. The guy's hot as can be. He's got three three wins this year already. But I just really think this place. For whatever reason, Cam Smith gets along with this place real well. Um, that said, I don't think anyone wants it more than Rory McIlroy. It is the major he's missing. It is the opportunities that that he's had. It is the place where he just gave it all away on Sunday. Uh, I forgot the year, but he shot something like 80, and just I mean he had it, and then he just hasn't hasn't really done much since. But that was that was many years ago. Um, he has the most top tens, I think, at the Masters of anyone in the field, like without wins. He's he knows what he's doing. He's he's got this. It's just he said it in his uh, press conference today. He needs to avoid that big number. Um, some of the analysts, you know, Rich Lerner, uh, Brando, and and Paul McGinley were saying, just get Thursday going. Don't have a bad Thursday. You're not going to win the tournament on Thursday, but you can give it away. You can lose the tournament on Thursday, but you're not going to win it. So just don't lose it, Roy. Keep yourself, you know, close. Give yourself an opportunity as the weather gets better, as the heat turns up, as the as the pressure get mounts. Put yourself in position. We know you know you can do it. He's got some wins. Man, I think that's still that fire's still burning after the after what he felt after the <laughs> the Ryder Cup just saying how much he loved it, how he needed to be more of a leader for that team, and he does. I mean, the guy's 34. He needs to be the face of that that Ryder Cup team, that European team. And and I just got the sense from that day that he was winning the Masters. Um, we'll see. I would. I, I I really think it's it's his year. Um, God, this 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 year is just thick with storylines. I'm so excited. I I cannot wait. Uh, particularly for Sunday, but I will just be glued to everything that is the Masters and, and social media is going to open so many doors for us. All right, on to a couple just unique things about about uh, Augusta National. Changes to the course and uh, concession costs. Herrig, uh, in an article out of SI, talked about the changes that will greet the players as they get to Augusta National this year. A um, couple of changes on two holes. Uh, he writes that the par 4 11th was stretched from 505 yards to 520 yards, adding more zest to a hole that was already one of the most difficult in tournament history. And the par 5 15th, typically, uh, traditionally among the easiest, went from 530 to 550, 550, 550. 
Um, 15 trees were removed from the right side of the 11th fairway, along with a significant amount of pine straw. Uh, the second shot that Tiger Woods hit to the green during the final round of his 2019 victory no longer exists. It appears that there will actually be more room on that side of the fairway. He quotes Rory in the stories, who said it's a big change uh, after Rory had seen the 11th for the first time when he visited for practice rounds on Monday and Tuesday. It's obviously a longer hole. The fairway is much wider. So even if you miss it right, you still have a chance to hit the green. The green complexes are the same, but the surrounds of the green are much more penal. So that sort of bailout to the right is much more difficult than it used to be. Overall, I think it's going to be very uh, or it's going to be. It's going to play tougher than it has in previous years, and it was already one of the toughest holes on the course. So, um, you know, I don't, I don't know that we can read into that as positive, as a, as a negative. Will it be a welcome change as we, as we reflect on this on Sunday? Who's to say? We'll see. Next up, concessions. This always seems to be a topic of discussion uh, at the Masters. The pimento cheese sandwich is always sort of, you know, Masters lore, that that sort of thing. Um, but I've got a photo here posted on Twitter, I believe, from at Samantha Marks, um, who posted that, you know, here, kind of the menu. And we've got sandwiches anywhere from a buck fifty to to three dollars. A pimento cheese sandwich still sits at a dollar fifty. Um, snacks and miscellaneous a dollar fifty. Muffin, um, you know, a, a banana's a dollar. You've got drinks, twenty ounce soda, twenty ounce tea, lemonade, sports drinks. These are all two dollars. Like this stuff is eight dollars at other sporting events. It's amazing that uh, they've always sort of kept it this way. It's one of those things that, that makes the Masters great. Um, I will I will tweet that that photo. I'll put that on my Instagram and my and my Twitter as well. Um, so just a small bit of, of note that I think is is important, um, you know, to kinda kinda keep the Masters it kinda sets the Masters above all else. Um, keeps it unique in its own way. Hideki Matsuyama um, is on the ground at the at Augusta National as well. Uh, there's a little bit of chatter about his his neck and, and some of the concerns. I believe he withdrew from Valero last week with a neck injury. One recently, you know, things were things were looking good. He was trending the right way, um, and then had this uh, had this neck injury. And so definitely a storyline as we always obviously follow the defending champion. Um, so let's talk a little bit about last year. A 65 on Saturday catapulted Hideki up the leaderboard, uh, put him in position to win his first Masters, be the first male of Japanese descent to win a major, um, which was a, which is obviously a big deal. Um, it came down the stretch, the back nine on on Sunday, 2021 edition was Hideki and Xander Shoffley, Will Zalatoris mixed in a little bit there. Um, 
it looked like Hideki was going to cruise. It really did. There, there wasn't anything there that, you know, we got through the 12th, 13, 14, 15, kind of the meat, the whole AMN corner bit um, without much of an issue. No, we didn't get all the way through 15. Um, the the two-shot swing on 15 when Hideki bogeyed and Xander birdied kind of made things a little bit more close, a, a little a little bit more nerve-wracking, I'm sure, for her Hideki at that point. Uh, lots of possibilities at 16 with that Sunday pin that we know if you throw it out to the right, it'll kind of feed back in, spin back in. Um, Hole-in-ones are possible. You hit it tight. Um, you can make up another shot. And uh, Xander went for it. He had to. He didn't have a choice. He needed to make up, make up a couple shots. Ends up tripling, um, which kind of ended his comeback. Kind of sealed the deal for Hideki there as as he finished out 17 and 18, which is awesome. You know, it's super cool. Still kind of added a little bit of drama to that. Um, but we didn't have quite the, the Jordan Speed-like drama that we have 2015. And and 17. Since then, Hideki has won twice, once at the Zozo and once at the Sony Open. Um, he's a major reason that I have been beating the international team drum for the President's Cup this fall. Um, you know, and, and earlier, just a couple of minutes ago, I talked about uh, Cam Smith as well. I mean, I I really think that this is a team to be reckoned with. We'll see. I could be wrong. But I really think that they're going to make a run and Hideki's presence, uh, you know, his climb up on the world stage and uh, has been a big part of that. Uh, however, as far as a repeat, there have only been two back-to-back winners in Masters history and it's been 20 years since the last one, which of course was Tiger Woods, uh, 2000, 2001. Um, and the other was Nick Faldo, in 89 and 90 so it's just been a long time i don't see it happening especially you throw in this neck bit um awesome to see hideki out there but i just don't think it's gonna happen for him this year so amazingly here here we are uh you know with all the storylines uh, at, at the Masters this year to, to be almost 20 minutes into this episode and, and not even have mentioned Scotty Scheffler's name. There's no player on the planet hotter than Scotty Scheffler at the moment. Male, at least. Um, the guy's got three wins. Uh, you know, he just catapulted to number one in the world. And we're not even really talking about him. It's, it's can Rory win? It's Tiger, 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 Tiger. <laughs> I mean, it, there's just there's there's so many other things to to chat about. Which, listen, I don't know if that's going to be good for Scotty Scheffler. I don't know if that's going to be bad for Scotty Scheffler. Um, but the guy deserves a little bit of notice. You know, he's he's got a real opportunity here to to ride the wave that he's on and you know turn a party tournament uh, into an elevated event, into a WGC, into a major. I mean, it's it's absolutely crazy. He's got that real opportunity here. So, um, you know, something worth noting with him as well. Uh, but Tiger, Tiger's existence has has maybe maybe is welcome to to guy a guy like Scotty Scheffler. Maybe to all of them. 
you know, Tiger's used to this. This is this is nothing new to him, but it's taking all of the pressure off of these other guys. Not all the pressure, but a lot of the pressure off of them. They get to fly under the radar a little bit, prep without, you know, um, lots of media buzz around him. If Tiger wasn't playing, Scotty Scheffler would be all over the news. I got to believe that he would be um, one of the most talked about guys because how do you how do you have three wins and not come in as the as the favorite and he does he actually didn't you know i just went through that early on and and it's and it's john rom um at least at the moment so we'll see um where he does how where he lands i i went and looked up his previous masters finishes back in 2021 he finished t18 2020 t19 so take that for what you will um I don't know. He wasn't. He wasn't the Scotty Scheffler he is now, and his short career has changed a lot in that time. So, uh, you know, we'll have to see where he lands this year. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put a top five off the table for him. It seems like something that he can definitely get to. Um, I suppose we should talk about Tiger. The guy, you know, has it begs to be talked about. Lots, lots has been made about his his readiness for this. It's definitely the under-promise, over-deliver method to his madness. If you want to go back to that Jim Nance uh, interview where he basically said, look, I I don't know, I'll be there Tuesday, but I'm not sure. I can't say I need to see. I don't know if I'm going to be able to walk that course. Um and then the barstool guys found his flight path or whatever that would be called. They found his plane. He flew to Augusta. And the, the world just blew up at that point. And, and now here we are. Um, you know, he he seems to be doing okay. Todd Lewis was on Masters, live from, live from the Masters uh, on Golf Channel, saying that yesterday, Monday, he walked nine. There was a noticeable limp. Um... But then you got Fred Couples out there saying he looked phenomenal. His his driver was he was bombing it. His his irons were were spot on. He was keeping up with Justin Thomas, you know, off the tee. So I don't know. You get I don't know where we landed on that. He, Fred could also be protecting him a little bit. You can't say after nine holes that if a guy's limping after nine that he's ready to play eighteen holes of pressure golf at the Masters or seventy two holes of pressure golf at the Masters. But we don't know that for sure. I mean, this is Tiger Woods. The man played on a broken leg. He won the U.S. Open on a broken leg. Five rounds, you know. He had to play an extra day on a broken leg. So, I mean, I I just wouldn't put anything past the guy at this point. Um, Here's Rory kind of talking about the importance of having Tiger at this tournament. I think for golf and for the Masters tournament and for everyone to have Tiger there would be phenomenal. I mean, I think it just adds to the event. Of course it does. Anything Tiger Woods does in the game of golf um, is heightened whenever he's there. So, I mean, it would be awesome for him to be there. Um, you know, he was there yesterday, obviously, and he's, he's trying to see what he can do. So, obviously, no one knows but him if he, if he can, you know, make it round and think, you know, if he believes he can compete. Does anything he does surprise you anymore? Yeah, everything. (laughs) I mean, people, I've said this so many times, but from basically 
in March of 2017, fast forward two years, and, and he wins the Masters, and where he was with his body and what he had to do to get back to being somewhat healthy. And it's not even being somewhat healthy. It's also what he has to do before the round and after the round just to get himself ready to go and play golf. I mean, yeah, this, this year, um, will and perseverance and, yeah, I mean, it's... It is incredible, and you know, if he comes back from this again, it's just, yeah. I mean, he he likes to prove people wrong. He likes to prove himself wrong, I think. And um, you know, regardless of when he does come back, whether it's next week or a few weeks, you know, or a few months down the line, uh, you know, he's he's a wonderful addition to the game, and uh, and the game of golf is better with when he when he's playing and and when he's playing well. And so, yeah, I mean, he's he's 46. Something like right now, if you look at the age, there's there's not anyone in the top five in the world who's who's over who's over thirty. We're looking at a generation still, you know. Let's throw Cam Smith in there, Justin Thomas in there, Xander Shoffley in there, Sam Burns in there. We're getting out to the top, maybe eleven in the world now. But this is a generation of player who are number one. They grew up with him. They probably got into golf because of him and two, are reaping the financial benefits of what he has brought to this game. We've been down that road many times. We know that all of this is true. He, This next generation is is the Tiger generation. I mean, they're, they're there because of what he has brought to this game. And it just shows the importance of him to the game. And, and I, you know, I think Rory's points, as always, because he's very candid and very honest and a, a good interview, um, Sort of just reiterate that. Um, obviously, notably missing is Phil Mickelson, and what does that mean? How are we supposed to take that? Dude hasn't missed uh, the Masters in something like 20-something years, so this is a interesting absence uh, of his own volition. Are we just saying of, its own, of his own volition? I don't know what to think. I, I don't know what to say. Obviously, we know we know what the last month has brought for him and to not have him here number one is feels like this is like he's been told to sort of step away but also to not have him here as a reigning major champion obviously with the with the pga championship just doesn't feel right um he's he's someone who i'd like to see back soon as possible i i think that that you know there's room to forgive we've been down that road too and i'd like to see him um back on tour not having him here is there's there's going to be a phil mickelson sized hole at the masters for sure there's there, he's a character and, and he'll be missed all right as more pops up about the masters as as the days pass here the practice days pass here and the tournament starts i will be fairly active on social media i don't know that i'll get around to another another podcast uh maybe a recap early next week but nothing nothing preview here i'm not going to jump on nightly or anything um but i'll be fairly active on, on social media tweeting stuff tweeting leaderboards conversations press conferences that sort of thing um and what is the Masters here in Minnesota? Masters weekend without a little bit of snow. I'm looking out my window right now on Tuesday at some snowfall. And 
you know, high 30s temps. This is this is the April that we are up against. Um, it's it's fairly common. I distinctly remember a couple, you know, at least maybe 14, 16 inches one master Sunday. I uh, don't think we're going to get that, thank goodness. But um, what's an early April without some snow? So that's what we're up against here in Minnesota. Just loving the, the bright green and the, and the flowers blooming and all that. It's the official kickoff to spring. We love it. Um, one more time here as we as we wrap up this episode, remember that the state lefty is approaching July 16th and 17th out at Riverwood National. Um, if you'd like to get on an email list or you know you know a lefty who you'd like to spread that word to, um, have them email me at mnlefthanders at gmail.com. I send out weekly emails uh, today's, well, not today's, but I, I sent out yesterday's. Uh, yesterday, the the April update, it was sort of a blend of lefty open information and my giddy childlike excitement for this this weekend, this Masters. So um, you'll see those updates kind of coming biweekly here. I'll probably switch from monthly to biweekly very soon as we uh, approach that because I want to get commits. I want to keep it top of mind. I want you to know that it is a two-day event, a two-day 36-hole, 18-each-day event, flighted, handy, not so much handicapped, um, unless we feel like that is necessary. Um, and if you can't commit to that, that is okay. Saturday night, I will have a nine-hole skins across the street at Vintage. It's a whole facility. It's awesome. They got a lot going on out at Riverwood. So um, if you can't commit to that, but you'd like to come out and play nine holes, by all means, uh, use that as an opportunity to do that. I'm thinking we might even go big cup skins, open the door to some chip-ins. I mean, obviously the hole-in-one opportunity increases too, but um, you know, using those junior cups for, for chip-ins and, and making those longer putts. Uh, in the evening, you've got five miles each way to Otsego or Monticello. My suggestion is go to Otsego, find the Holiday Inn out there, and... Uh, Grab some dinner and not see you. There's a lot of cool options. Got a Cowboy Jacks. Um, so lots of lots of opportunities out there for lodging and food. Um, Sunday, we're back at 9 a.m. for tea times and get you out of there and on the road again by, by 1 or 2. Uh, looking forward to a couple other options, a couple other new events that, I will, that I'm going to kind of keep under wraps at the moment. Um, but, yeah. Email me if you're interested. Give me a follow at all my social channels, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Um, This podcast is obviously posted wherever you are listening, Spotify, um, Substack, YouTube. So uh, check out those social media for updates on the Masters as they happen. I'll try to keep that as updated as I can. And thanks for listening.